Welcome on back to Baseless Claims, our bi-weekly casual talk fest where we talk about things and stories that have happened in our real lives. If you feel like contributing to the show, go ahead and leave us a comment down below or wherever you may be viewing or listening to this. And without further ado, my name is Tay. I am Tori. I'm Taiwa. Ooh, ooh. Ah, hello, Mr. Tori. 17 seconds. <laughs> Do you like me? No. I did. I liked the old Tyler. <laughs> Hashtag bring back the old Tyler. <laughs> Hashtag Tori Meundies. You are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Betty White didn't die. High five. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry, You're Tyler. You're never going to take her from <laughs> Maybe us. Maybe next year. Never going to take her from her. There's always next year. <laughs> so, yeah, now we don't look like complete and other shitbags for releasing that episode. Which is good, because we good. didn't have a backup episode, nope. so that would have been... However, we oh, still... come on, we still could have released it. <laughs> Tyler, you're a sick human being. <laughs> what? It's content, baby. <laughs> That's the business. You have, do you have well, no do you concern it... for the human cost of things? Good luck. Shane Dawson might make a documentary on you. Boom. Sociopath? <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even like know what that was. Oh my god, he totally could be like he drives really fast. Oh my god, Jake. Paul's so anyway, a uh, we did <laughs> we didn't get a sponsorship from MeUndies yet. But, yet, but yet. that is the very very key word to this is yet. So MeUndies, if if you're watching or you know, just give us a just give us DM. Anyone watching, go on Twitter, tw- tweet at MeUndies, get us a sponsorship. All right, we we want those MeUndies. All right, Straight I want them. I want them to. Cut my balls <laughs> so nicely. We will do mm, anything. Dude, me undies are expensive. I was perusing their website. Yeah, they like are. Like a three pack is a hundred dollars. Yeah, I know. Damn. Yeah, it's fucked up. Underwear should not cost that much, but goddamn it, do I want to feel it on my thighs? I have no idea what me undies are like, but I want them on my balls, and I I don't want to spend the money on that. Don't say that. You want to tell people that you would spend the money on it, and then when they send you the free one, go, man, I'd pay three times as much for this. Well, first they have think. to first they have to prove it to me. Uh-huh. That there it is. We gotta. I'm a non-believer. Here's the thing: we gotta get in with them first. You know, we'll endorse your product. Mm, after I'm an you agent, sponsor us. I'm an agent Scully until you make me a molder. Tyler, X-Files. no one gives a shit about your Bones references, all right? Hashtag. That's X-Files. What? Don't, sure it is. Don't sure it is. Don't you ever compare X-Files to Bones. <laughs> Same shit, different day. Oh, my God. Hashtag You've never seen Shapeless either. Undies. You probably watched Get it Supernatural, trending on Twitter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, back to the actual, far, man. actual episode. Tori, I believe that we have an album to talk about. We do. This uh, October 2018's album of the month is going to be The Spark by Enter Shikari, mm-hmm. my favorite band oh, of they? all time. Good. good and good, this good. is one of my favorite albums that they've put out. Well, it's really weird because all of their albums are so unique and different, but The Spark yeah. is their most recent album, and it is just so good. So good on so many levels, and um, we'll drop it in the description below, but there's also, they just released a two-hour documentary on the making of The Spark. It's called Content 2.0, but... Um, yeah, I guess I want to, let's just start at Tyler, we'll move down the line, sure. and go. Okay, so Enter Shikari is also one of my favorite bands. They are ridiculously, I don't even have a word for it. They're, like, the only word I can muster up is, like, they're ridiculously creative. They, yes. uh, you're never going to get the same thing from them twice, and that's very intentional. Like, they don't want 
to make the same shit over and over and over. So like anytime you get a new album from them, it's not like, Oh, are they going to have a song like this or like this? It's going to be like, I'm going to have 11 new 11 to 15 new songs that sound nothing like anything they've ever done before. Yeah. And I think with the spark specifically, when I first listened to it, I was like, "Mm, I don't, mm, I'm kind of on the fence. Like, I've loved everything before this and I'm not sure how to feel about this. And it's just because it's not so like in your face. It feels like, yeah. Like even during the documentary, they were saying like, we like, we've always said it before, but this time we, we forced ourselves to be more minimal, like as much layering as they do, like they kept it to like a minimum. Yeah. So it wasn't like, because like, if you listen to their previous albums, like you listen to their first through third album, it's just, they're all huge. They're all just like, I don't even know what's going on. There's like a yeah. hundred and you're getting, layers. you're getting punched in the face by every part of the song. Is this their fourth album? Yes. Okay. Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. Fourth. Okay. Um, so they started off with self-titled, right? Um, I don't know if that's considered an album. Is it not? What's the, what's the, or take to the skies, take to the skies, common dreads, common dreads, the minds there. No, 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 no. Um, um, the one with the woods and like yeah, the triangle yeah. in the woods. What uh, the fuck is that one called? Oh God! Shit, dude! They had that fuck? one. Oh yeah, yeah. Their fourth album. Shit. <laughs> Don't you say that? Don't you say that about Inner Shikari? I love them. You dude. just said it. <laughs> Why the fuck can't I think of that name? I don't know. Whatever it is. Is so. This is the fifth. E, no, because no. then that was the mind sweep, and then the spark. So this is so their sixth, sixth album. Okay, sixth okay. album. Because they've definitely kind of like made a sound for themselves. Well, they if have you listen no, to their other stuff, their other stuff. nothing Flash sounds... Flash Flood of Color. Flash okay. Flood of Color, that's what it was. it's the dopest name ever. Yeah, that's why we couldn't remember it. <laughs> no, they're all... They're all, they're they're all, all super so good. They're all so good. They're all so diverse. Like, yeah. They are the most diverse band that you will ever hear. Yep. And they're so against like making the same thing that they don't even do with like their live performances. They don't even perform the same song twice in the same way. No, they constantly are doing remixes or like, like they do live adding remixes different of stuff on there and so everything. Yeah. They just yep. completely change everything they do. And mm-hmm. it's so unique and it's so interesting. So it's always really exciting when they come out with a new album. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's not even to mention their, absolutely like the best live band on planet earth yeah they, they're, they're they're stupid stupid good stupid good i talked about it on one of the other podcasts i think for the the one that you did for foxing where i talked about just how they utilize every minute that they that people are there to see them they utilize even the the um sound check as like part of a story like yeah. you're you're like it's basically like take my hand we're going on a journey for the next two three hours yeah and it's they're they're so fucking good yeah but with the spark i i like i the more i listen to it the more i like it Mm -hmm. like even even as much as i like it now like the more i listen to it it's always fun to go back to because this definitely has a lot more like poppier sounding songs than before like they go back to a chorus more often Mm -hmm. and like they kind of like even right away it's almost like it's almost like satirical pop music, I would say. The first yes. song, Live yes. Outside. Yep. Well, the second track, but like the first song, Live Outside, is like third third track, no, second no. song. Yeah. The sights is even the sights and live outside are both like 
almost satirically pop. Like yeah. they're just yeah. like so upbeat and happy that it's just like the music video actually reflects that for yeah. for live outside for live, live outside, outside. the pills yeah. and stuff yep. yeah the yep. pills and the serum and, and the whatever it's and i love i love the idea with the album of like they're always really good at opening and closing albums yeah. like they they they've, make they've every had, one of their albums like they've always had the most killer opening songs for their albums and this is like definitely always, the most restrained one yes because it's just synth sounds yeah. like that's all it is but like they they contain it into, they do that really well. They contain their albums into one package yeah. because they, in this one they have first track is the spark, which is like the synths kind of like starting up. And then the embers is the last track and the synths are like mm-hmm. kind of cooling off and dying okay, down. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which obviously is reflected by the names. It's like pre-stretch and post post-stretch for like yeah. a workout or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And this, this album has like, I don't know. It's so weird because it's, it's really like all of their albums, just like all over the place. Like it's got what I think to be like one of their coolest songs, which is, um, revolt of the atoms, mm-hmm. how it's like a big show tune. Yep. And I don't know. I, I like the places this album goes. I just think, my only thing with this album is that Airfield is in a really weird placement in the album. You think so? I, I like, like the song, but I don't like the placement after Take My Country Back and before Rabble Rouser. I, li- I think it was like, well, I mean, that's obviously intentional, but I think the way that like Airfield is one of the slowest and lowest songs on the album, and then it immediately hops into Rabble Rouser, which is made to be a fucking live song. Yeah. Like, that's where you're in the fucking pit I think, for that. Yeah. I think the coolest song is though uh, Shinrin Yoku, and then going into Undercover Agents. Yep. I think those two songs are really fucking cool, and they work really well, and they just kind of like burn into one another. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really separate them. Um, I just think Shinrin Yoku is so cool because it's because Rao Reynolds, one of the coolest motherfuckers on yep. planet Earth, lead singer Rao Reynolds. Um, yeah, who's the uh, lead singer of the album. Of the album, of the band. <laughs> He's got just this album. Yeah, they just yeah. gave him a chance. He's usually uh, the accordion player, but they yeah, were just but like, like, eh, get up on the mic. He he has got the most dynamic voice yeah. ever. Yeah, like, it's pretty dynamic. He, like, there will be songs where all he does is just talk. Mm-hmm. There will be songs where he does pig squealing. Yep. There will be songs where he's, like, full-on, like, belting, like it's a show tune. Yep. And then he's also got a falsetto that's just ridiculous yeah like he's so dynamic and it's not like a classically good voice good yeah. singing voice but, but it, it works. works and it's yeah. really good like you're never yeah. like oh this dude's a bad singer like how you listen to foxing and you're like i didn't like his voice like you yeah. never think that with rao no like he he sounds good it's just unconventional the way yes he usually and sounds. that's a good way like just in the wider context of enter shikari as a band like they are they're very unusual. They're very not not the classical. They cannot be, and they do this actively. Like they actively try to do this. They're like, you cannot fit us into one genre. You cannot place us on a musical spectrum. Yeah, and we don't want you to ever do that. Yeah. So we yeah. are going to give you an all-out assault of like forty different genres in one song, and you're going to be like, 
I don't even know what that was. So it's kind of like loved it. It's kind of like gorillas in that that aspect. Then yeah, too. sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for a while on iTunes, they were like categorized as like genre. Enter Shikari. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's cool. There was literally like, no other. <laughs> I do. Or fucking John Apple was like, I don't fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what they are. He has to listen to everything that comes in. He's like, pop, country. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's the band called? That's what they are. Yeah. They. That's that is what they are though. Like you should get another. They one. say at their um oh, at their like live shows they're like we're into Shikari. We are music's onslaught onto the genre-defining radio stations. Like, yeah, they they don't want to be grouped into a genre. And, like, honestly, they are just some of the best songwriters because the way they incorporate, like, electronic elements, house elements, dubstep, full-on rock, oh, okay. yep, metal, okay. yep. hardcore, um, pop, mm-hmm. folk style. Like, mm-hmm. they... I don't know how they incorporate all those elements, but uh, Rao, who I think does a lot of their like demoing and mm-hmm. like songwriting himself, like I I think if you were to like look at him in like the fucking fifteen hundreds or whatever, like I think he would have been classified as like a musical genius mm-hmm. because there's just like no way to have that understanding. Yeah. of how to incorporate all those elements and make them sound good. But yeah, the spark, it's, it's really good. Uh, favorite track, um, probably undercover agents or revolt of the atoms. Um, least favorite track. Uh, man, I don't even know. Not, not cause I don't like it, but just because I don't vibe with it as much as take my country back. All right. Yeah. All right. That's my Take. hard and fast opinion. Cool. Um, so I didn't mesh with it as much as you guys did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. I do like it. Mm-hmm. I need to get that out of the way so you don't well, yeah, beat the shit out of no, me. No, <laughs> like, it'd be understandable if you didn't. They're, they're very weird to jump into. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, a lot of the elements of each of their songs is really, really good. Like, mm-hmm. the way they make sound is yeah. good. That's yeah. what I meant to say as well. Their sound design is fucking ridiculous for this album. Mm-hmm. Like, all the different, like, synth sounds that they created... Yeah, there's a lot weird, of really, really good, like... Really weird, unconventional, and yeah, really Yeah, really cool. good square, crunchy basses, mm-hmm. and then really good, uh, like, filtered-out triangle synths. Yeah, like, floating, like, those, like, yeah. the first, like, the spark and the embers both have, like, super floaty sine waves. Mm-hmm. Almost like just, pads, yeah. Yeah, that are just, like, meshing. Yeah, really good. Um, so, going through the track list, uh, I didn't do... Did I do the first one? Yeah, no, I, di- I didn't do notes on, like, the, the opening. The spark. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, the, the they're intro just intro, Because they were, like, 50 seconds. Yep. But um, the sights, I loved the groove and the rhythms to that song. The rhythms were really, really good. Um, I forget what video I was watching on YouTube, but um, I think it was, like, 8-Bit Music Theory or something like that. Excellent channel, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had an episode on rhythm, and he kind of explained it as... Like music theory can only go so far because rhythm is involved and rhythm has so many different permutations that is literally impossible to like, cause it's all feeling it's, mm-hmm. it's all feeling. It's a yeah. feeling. It's not musically like it's not, it's not like calculable. Yeah. It's not calculable and it's not structured like chords or notes would be. It's a feeling. Right. 
And I, I really, really resonated that, uh, resonated with that mentality in the sites cause it felt good. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't necessarily paying too much attention to like the chord structure, the notes in that mm-hmm. instance. I was really focused on the rhythm in that song. Uh, live outside. I really liked the electronic elements. The mm-hmm. electronic elements made that song in my opinion. Yeah. Um, cause it was like, it, like you said, it was kind of like the satirical kind of commentary on the pop industry or just some sort of industry it's in like, general. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's just escapism. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, that's I mean, that's literally it. what the song's about. Yeah. Like exactly. Escaping out of your head. Like, yeah. And then just, yeah, it just sounds like the way it sounds though is so like satirically pop. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. just like even the way he delivers the lines mm-hmm. and like how like out just like how out there happy it sounds like no yeah. song should like unintentionally sound that happy. It was like sure. it was like a a way to like Trojan horse in this like okay what's like pop songs make a lot of money because they they're they're made designed to make you feel happy when you listen to them but let's like put in this really good lyrical message in with there and let's put the shikari spin on it and stuff like that. Yeah. The other like I mean with you saying with you talking about rhythm the other like thing that I forgot to mention with Enter Shikari is rhythm takes lead in a lot of their songs because Rob Rolf, who's the drummer, is what I I genuinely believe he is like the best drummer out there. Yeah. Like he really? is stupid good. Stupid good. Like you watch any of their live performance videos or like you watch him just doing drum solos and like just the way he he writes like the way he matches, you know, like he basically writes the songs because like he'll get like a harmony and he'll like write the rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's the backbone yeah. of yeah. that band with like his rhythm section. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and with the satirical kind of, uh, feeling that we all got from live outside, uh, I'll get to it, but rabble had a very similar feeling to me yeah. and I'll get to that, but, uh, going to, uh, take my country back good energy and a message that didn't feel heavy handed. Yeah. Cause obviously it's called take my country back and the lyrics are all about like, Hey, everything sucks to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And but it didn't feel, it didn't like very obvious message of like how the Brexit slogan was like, take your country back. Uh-huh. And he's just, I don't, I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to take it back. I want to take it forward. Yeah, exactly. Good. And like good play. the, uh, again, it wasn't heavy handed though. It wasn't like, Hey, vote my way or you're dumb, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh and then Airfield, going on to Airfield, the ballad, you know, energy of it mm-hmm. really really good because it like the the album was ramping up at that point. Yep. And the Airfield brought it back down again, but in the middle of the song it ramps back up and then goes down again. Yep. So mm-hmm. even in that one song it's got this kind of waveform to yep. the energy which is really good for an album. It does have yeah. a really good build. <clears throat> it does. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, now that we're on to Rabble, I feel like this is a satirical uh, take on EDM and EDM culture. I think it's on uh, modern rock. Really? Actually, it's a, it's well, on, I think it's I think because they're very it much. They they like if I think you should like look into Enter Shikari. Like, and I mean, it's kind of hard because like Tori and I have both been following mm-hmm. Enter Shikari since like 2010. Yeah. Whereas you know this is your first introduction to them. Yeah. 
they like every single member of the band also has like a side project where they're like a house DJ or like oh, they do yeah, EDM okay. music. Like they are very like if you go back to their previous albums, they're much more electronic than this. Okay. Yeah, like they are, and they're more like housey electronic. This is yeah. like the most like mellowed kind of like not abrasive version of it. Yeah, okay. this is the least abrasive like electronic song they've ever had, and just a super. Dope, like how you were saying with that fucking electronic like melody, the <laughs> doom, 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 doom. Yeah, and the way that that's produced um, is very, very similar to a lot of like these bass thumper DJs mm-hmm. that are making rounds on like music festivals and stuff. Like, do you remember Martin Garrix? No. Animals. Yeah. Yeah. We're the fucking animals. Yeah. Like when that song came out, he was seventeen. When he made that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably poor. <laughs> um, but if you look at the way the song is made, really simple, like, mm-hmm. re- like to a fault, simple, right? Yep. Uh, and just in my realm of music listening, Dead Mouse hates that shit, right? And uh, at the Ultra Music Festival where Martin Garrix played like the day before him, uh, Dead Mouse went up there and in the middle of his set started building up animals. And everyone's like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Fuck yeah, let's go. And the build was going, and the build was going. And when it dropped, it was just a 4-4 kick with heavy, heavy bass. So the crowd was like going, right? Because that what, that's what these yeah, songs are made for. That's what the for. people want. It's just bass, right? Yeah. Um, but on top, instead of the animals like melody it was <laughs> old mcdonald had a farm <laughs> and he's in front of a crowd of you know at least 200 people and he's standing up there like yeah as this song is going god it's so funny that's fucking funny um but yeah that's kind of how it felt to me because um the song was like building and like the lyrics even are like here comes the thing or whatever it yeah. was and then when it dropped i just felt like it it's like a letdown. Yeah. It's a letdown, yeah. yeah. Because it, you're right, it is a live song. Because as good as your headphones were, they were amazing, by the way, as good as they were, they can't capture the rumbling, no, like, the, the headphones have no palpitations of a, of a subwoofer at a concert. No, these headphones have no low end. Really? Like, they're, they're not meant to yeah. listen to low end. They're meant to, like, basically chop the low end out. Yeah, gross. Um, but yeah, like... That's how it felt for me is because when I'm listening to like, you know, Animals or any other big EDM song of the time, just because I'm curious as to what it sounds like, you don't feel that rumble, right? Yeah. But when I'm listening to Dead Mouse in my headphones, like he makes it, he makes his music. So like, even if you're listening to headphones, you get the whole picture, right? Because you're like, you know, enveloped in this space. Yeah. For modern EDM, it, you're there for the experience and the chest thumping, right? Yeah. But when you go to a Dead Mouse show and get the whole picture on your body mm-hmm. instead of just your ears, it just makes it so like, much better. Yeah, you yeah. feel it. Like, um, you literally feel it. Rabble yeah. Rouser is meant to be like the Rouse take on like, I thought the age of like rock stars was over. Yeah. And it's like said in the documentary, like we thought the age of rock stars was over and now we just like. Like, that's why the opening line is, I torture rock stars with pliers. <laughs> They're so yeah. stock, I wouldn't be shocked if I opened them up to see wires. Yeah. Yeah, basically just saying, like, 
Rock stars are fucking dumb. They just like, like they just like oh I'll just make some music it's a crowd and be famous. Leader. It's yeah. not like I want to connect with people through this medium that we all understand. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's why it's <clears throat> like even the lyrics and like the chord progression are like on like a a never ending scale like that that kind of like scale where it's like it's all dominant chords. So it's like mm-hmm. where are we going? Where are we going? Oh, mm-hmm. we're going somewhere. We're going somewhere, and we're here. Okay, this was <laughs> and it's like the same energy level yeah. again. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then on to Shinrin. Yep. For me, I thought it was a little out of place. It felt so really? so different to everything else that I had heard yeah. this far. It is, yeah, it is. That like, I love when people do that to in music though. Is like on an album they just throw something in there, right? Like yep. I love Gorillas for that. They'll mm-hmm. just throw something in there, and it's like, all right, we're here now, I guess. And it turns out, you know, it's good. Like this is a good song. But for me, it just felt out of place on the album. What did you think, think of that drum solo in Shinrin Yoku? Though? It was good. <laughs> yeah, Shin, Shinrin Yoku was like the song that they when they were like looking for producers and stuff for the album. They were like, no matter what, you're not taking this. Is this one song that will be on really? the album for sure? Yep. Really, that's interesting. So I wonder if that's maybe why you got that feeling. I was like, it oh, feels out of place because they were like, we're not budgeting. This is a song that we need to make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then moving on to Undercover. Uh, so one of the themes that we've like kind of discussed about this album is that it's a satirical take or it feels like a satirical take on the pop industry. Right. Uh, and it only deepens because this song has a 21 pilots feel to me and that's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I like 21 pilots. Yeah. 21 pilots is they're fine. Uh, I don't listen to them all the time, but they're fine. I like, uh, their songs off and on. So like the, the breakbeat shit that would Mm -hmm. come in every so often in this song. It was good. And the drumming was fucking phenomenal, uh, especially in this song. And then onto revolt of the atom. This felt like muse a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah? It's it's theatrical. Exactly. And muse's whole thing is like, I'm just making things big. It's like muse is kind (laughs) of like the, the like human embodiment of like a magician kind of like opening their. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So then you didn't see that coming. (laughs) Was this your card? (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's I just want to touch on undercover agents for one second. Sure. Sure. That's the most like feel good song I think they've ever made. Like not like, you yeah. know, like kind of like the the sights and live outside, like uppity happy. Yeah. Like very much so like it just felt good. Yeah. Like that ending guitar solo mm, is yeah. just so good. Yep. So one of the criticisms I have of Revolt of the Atom and a couple of songs on this album is that the the songwriting, not necessarily the instrumentation songwriting, but the lyric writing felt a little weak to me. There's a lot of like there's a chorus, obviously, but the chorus feels a little repetitive to me mm-hmm. and uh, you listen to dead mouse and you complain about repetitivity whatever that's not what this music is for <laughs> dead mouse's music is in a different category than this you, you just need to get that need, out of here don't need to justify it that's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like when i hear the same like sentence or phrase over and over and over again in a chorus it just gets a little grating to me mm-hmm. um and it maybe I I think I get what you're saying. Like I think the song maybe just hangs out for a little bit yes, too long. Yes, like where it's like almost in the five minute range. It could have been in like the three minute thirty second range. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like the four minute range somewhere. Yeah, around just kind of like yeah. cut out a yeah. little bit. Yeah, it, it just felt like it hung on the chorus a little too long for me. Yeah. Uh, then the next song is an ode to what? 
Lost Jigsaw Pieces. Okay, I just wrote down Enode quickly. Um, so this is another musish kind of song where there's a lot of power and a lot of orchestral stuff. And again, the uh, the emotion curve of the the song is just up and down and up and down with the mm-hmm. energy and the By feeling. By the end, like that powerful, he's like, mm-hmm. it's it's screaming, but it's not like, it's not like asking <laughs> yeah. Alexandria. It's like a, <laughs> but it's, it's, like, it's like a desperate, like I'm pleading and screaming mm-hmm. for help. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I I love an ode to lost jigsaw pieces. Me too. For the strings that come in at the end mm-hmm. because orgasmic. You, <laughs> you cannot like whenever strings show up on like a really, you know, like kind of monumental piece like this where they like they bring, you know, because it built up and they had so much going on and then they kind of like do a steep drop off and then it's just strings. Like in pieces like that like you cannot do electronic strings like that. Yeah. Like you can always feel yeah. when it's real strings. Like strings are the thing that like as good as we are at like replicating things in electronic music now, like strings are like the one instrument where it's just like this can't be yeah. replicated because it's so many like it's how hard you're pushing and how like like the angle and like speed you're bowing. Yeah. Like. That's, uh, that's one of the things that's taught to you as a strings player. Cause I was a violinist for like fuck 11, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things that you just, it is so hard to get down. It's, it's just feeling it's, it is a very, like all string pieces. Yeah. Like, I mean, you go on, you go on like Apple music or Spotify and you, you know, like you search Beethoven pieces or something. And then like, there's like, five different options for like Beethoven played by like a 40 piece string, Mm -hmm. uh, orchestra. All of them are going to sound completely different because like strings are like, so up to interpretation from the players. Like, how am I playing this? Yeah. Yeah. It brings a very human element into it. Yeah. Have you ever heard the Bach double? No, it's a piece that has two violinists. I think a violist and that's the devil went down to Georgia and a harpsichord. Good shit. I learned how to play that when I was younger. I'll send it to you. The double. The Bach double. Yeah. The Bach double. So yeah, that's my thoughts and opinions on Favorite the song? Spark. Favorite Probably the sights. I just, or no. Yeah, yeah, The sights. I just loved the yeah. rhythm so much in that song. Yeah. So, I mean, just my thoughts on, like, I love this. I love Anna Shikari. It's like seeing their growth and progression through every album is so good. Um, if you're new to it, watch the documentary that accompanies it because it'll can it can give you uh, a wider appreciation for it that you might not have if you haven't been following them. If the if the spark is going to be your first album with them, I mean it's just it's so good. I love the way he writes music. Rao writes music in such a unique way. Like his lyrics are so like I miss you. Like modern mainstream music misses a original a metaphor, metaphor for missing someone. <laughs> yeah, it's like. He it somehow is like the least pretentious pretentious thing. Like the I don't. That's a really good way. You know of what putting, I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't come across that way. But if you were to ju- if someone else were to say it, you'd be like you fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Ralph says it, and you're he's like yeah, it's sort of just like you know, it's like missing someone, but original metaphor yeah. or whatever. And you're and like think, fuck, you're cool, man. And I think the the reason it feels that way is intent. Because like with intent. Someone pretending to be pretentious comes off as pretentious. Yeah. But with the intent of this music, it doesn't come off as shitty. Yeah. They, they just got, 
they care so mm-hmm. much and it just comes through in their music and they're unique and yes. they love to push the limits and they're not afraid to go, you know what, we're going to do Airfield, a really slow song that builds. By the way, the ending line to Airfield, when the wind's against you, remember this in sight, that's the optimal condition for birds to take flight. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, Jesus, Tori, you got, you got come all I got over my the table. Sp- I gooed. <laughs> I gooed, Tyler. Yeah, they're like, if <laughs> I don't know, like Enter Shikari is one of the bands where I would like, I always kind of do this, but like, I always recommend going in chronological order of their albums just so you can like witness how much they change over the course of every album. Actually, you know what? You could say fuck it and do it completely wrong order. You could do three, five. You're going to see that they one, change. Six. Like, that's yeah. the important thing is like, you'll see that no album is the same. It, especially like in this one, like it's there's a there's a through line that you can feel mm-hmm. kind of throughout the album, and there's like they're they're pushing these things and like these meanings, like you know they go from not even they go from airfield to rabble rouser, which is crazy. Um, like socially conscious album is the way they put it. You mean like, in terms of like pushing a message? Yeah, in yeah. terms of like pushing a message, this is their like least. Yeah, and pushing I mean, a still, message. It still album. is. Yeah, Slightly, sometimes, but it's but more like, like track by but track. Like you listen to yeah. Common Dreads, and that whole album is like, all right, welcome to my TED Talk. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Common Dreads is very much like, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. We're going to talk about climate change. We're going to talk about government, like, yep. fucking uh, foreign wars. We're yep. going to talk about a bunch of shit. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I just, I can't recommend it enough because it's one of those things that, I mean, I can understand if it's going to rub people the wrong way. So like, but it's, it's definitely worth a shot because if, if they connect with you, every album they make is going to connect with you. Yeah. So if you like it, you're, you're in for a six album tree. If you like their albums and you're like, Oh, I'm really into this. Buy them at meundies.com. (laughs) Check out their, um, like their YouTube is like stocked. Like they Uh have so much shit on there. Like their YouTube channel, like, you can go back and see like live performances from like 2005. Mm-hmm. Like they upload their live stuff like regularly. So it's, it's really cool. Like they're actually like, I, I'm not into like watching live performances because a lot of times you, it's like it, dumbed down. Right. Yeah. But like their live performances, like that's what they make the music for almost is what it seems. They're like, yeah. okay, now, how are we going to play this live? And they take it as like a challenge and they bring mm-hmm. like a weird energy to it. And it's so cool. They bring an insane energy to it. So it, they're, they're worth seeing live. It's worth watching all of their extra stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like you guys said it all and, and I chipped in on that stuff. I just want to uh, see her favorite song, Jesus. Uh, I, I love the sights and I love Shinrin Yoku yeah. and, Re- and Rebel Rouser and... And, and undercover agents. <laughs> just, just keep going. And, and, I love the album. It's my. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. I love Enter Shikari. But is it your favorite Enter Shikari album of all time? I don't know. That's tough. That is tough. This I don't is, know. Is there some their most it's recent tough. album? This is yes. their most recent. Okay. It just came, came out, out like year. September of last year. Yeah, yeah, I saw it was like November, whatever, on the, uh, the YouTube video. So yeah, yeah um, I, I'd listen to their newest stuff too. So yeah. let me know when their new album comes out, or if they make a new album. And they it. better. It probably, won't, yeah. it probably won't be for like three well, years. Yeah, obviously, yeah. they're busy boys. All and right. By then you'll be dead, long dead. What? God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Three of the. Three of the me. four are like 
married now and like one has a couple kids. So like they're they're getting up there in age. Like they've they've been a band since 2003. That's like fair. they've been doing it for 15 years. Killing it still. Killing it. Absolutely fucking jabbing it. So that's the spark. Check it out. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. It'll Thanks. be in the description and on screen. Yeah, it, yeah. Like what what I really want to encourage if like is if you watch the podcast, like the album of the month podcasts, like even if you're not sure, just like listen to the album or like give it a chance and then let us know what you think. Like even if you only get three songs in and you're like, I hated it. Just say it in the comments. Like just kind of like just say it. All right. coward. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just like, no, I'd be really interested to hear like more opinions. Like you don't have to type up yeah. a whole paragraph, but even just like an acknowledgement like, hey, I listened and liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah that'd be great. All right. Please talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> we need a please. We really do. We really do. Cry. Please. All right. So I'll sign anything and send it to you. Uh, moving on please. on the podcast, I brought a special treat you did. for the boys. Ooh, uh, daddy, is it your cummies? <laughs> no. Uh, so a little backstory. Uh, my uncle works at a Wrigley factory. And at the Wrigley factory. Is this the one that touched you? God damn it. Stop this narrative that I got touched by like 30 different people as a kid. Simultaneously. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, so he works at a Wrigley factory and uh, they have a room full of like, you know, like kids. (laughs) (laughs) They have a room full of like slightly defective product, right? (laughs) (laughs) So they can't say (laughs) So, like, something didn't get wrapped right or whatever, and the employees are allowed to just, like, take a bunch of shit, right? So, uh, my uncle brought me these Skittles called Sweet Heat. They are spicy Skittles. Ugh. Now, I've had these before. These two have not. So, this is their first genuine experience. Can I experience. see the back to, like, get, yeah, see which one I want to try? I want a red one. I want a red one. So, okay, so the thing, the let th- me go through the colors. Please do. What were you going to say? The so, thing? so, the thing about these is... Uh, like, I don't want to ruin the experience for you, but for me, they're not that spicy. Uh, and, like, one of them, you're not going to get the heat. You have to take, like, a handful to get the heat. Which one is that? Huh? Which one is that? The one that you have to take a handful to get the heat? Just all, all of, them. of them. The Skittles. Oh, all yeah, the of Skittles. Them. Okay. So pink. <laughs> Find all the yellow ones and get <laughs> yeah. a handful of them. So pink is called Sizzlin' Strawberry. Red is Fiery Watermelon. Um, kind of like the yellowish-orange is blazing mango, orange is flaming orange, and yellow is lemon gay spark. As fuck. <laughs> lemon spark. Band name I call it. I think you should take a yellow one, Tori, in honor of the spark. Oh. I want a mango one. Sure, go for it. Except so, I can't tell which ones are off orange and which ones are orange. I don't want to do this. Just do it. Okay. It's, it's not actually that spicy. Tyler? On, I gotta find Tyler, me. find your Skittle. <laughs> You're like that annoying person at the movie theater just digging around in their bag of candy. Hey, I found a mango one. You ready? Tay, you want one? Yeah, I'm going to take like a couple. Fuck it. Give, I, me, give, give me like four more. Sure. Cool. Yeah, I just yeah. want mango ones. You need the, Tyler, you need the full experience. Will you stop it? So you can Taste take, the goddamn rainbow, <laughs> would you? <laughs> you can take one to start with just to get like a flavor palette, I guess. But then you got to take the whole handful because that's when it gets hot. I'm going all the way in. All right, let's go. Ready? Three, one, two, one. It also doesn't get hot until like the back of your throat. Mm. But otherwise they're nummy. Yeah. The blazing mango is really good. Ooh, I just got the heat. It <laughs> tastes like Skittles. 
<laughs> no, exactly. but swallow it then. And then you get the... That's what Tay was saying. Once you swallow it, then you get the... I don't swallow, boy. <laughs> you got a Skittle spittoon. <laughs> oh. Yeah? It's it's weird, because it's not like... It's not like... It's, not, it, it's, it's, it's not like literally hot. hot in the way that it's like... It feels like your throat feels after you drink some coffee. It's like... It I doesn't suppose. feel like spicy, yeah, it doesn't like, feel like a hot sauce. Chili hot. Yeah. No, it's like a dry rub hot. Yeah. 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 That's not bad. So I thought are, these were going to be gross. These yeah, are good. No, these, these are, are good. These are spicy Skittles. I don't know if they're in America because there's like French on it. To be honest, so we've, it be we've been holding on to this bag of spice. Well, you've been holding on to this bag of spice <laughs> yeah. since podcast episode one when we didn't even have cameras or a Shit, set. Was it really one? Yep. And you were like, I'm going to bring this. It was when we, I, I remember you going like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot him again. When we still had, <laughs> when we were pushed against this wall right here, and we had no, nothing on this table, and we had, like, two cameras that didn't have similar color profiles and all that uh, shit. Yo, dog, I'm gonna keep it real with you. These are good as fuck. <laughs> I'm glad you like them. Those are good. All right. These are good as fuck. Well done. Well done. Sweet. Okay, uh, next topic. Uh, I want to uh, talk- Intern. Buy us some more spicy Skittles. Also, bring Tay another Corona. I yes, right now. I shouldn't have another Corona. You want another one? No, I shouldn't. I'll get you another one. I shouldn't. You want another one? I need to, He'll I get you another, another one. one. I need to drive immediately after the podcast. Where are you going? That's all right. I have a swim meet that I'm, my sister is going to. Ooh, and I'm you just got to be good at it. <laughs> what? Drinking and driving? Yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly a better driver when I'm drunk. It was the one time I was driving with you. <laughs> the one time I was driving with you. Yeah. Like, I kept fucking up and making mistakes. I wasn't drunk or anything. And then I turned to Tori and I'm like, sorry, I'm a lot better driver when I'm. And then I got distracted and Tori was like, drunk? <laughs> sober. <laughs> I'm a lot better driver when I'm sober. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I had a friend. Uh, uh, we went down to Kansas City uh, as a big Wisconsin troop to this event that was uh, unlimited alcohol for 20 bucks for like three hours. So we got shwasted, right? Hold on, Tay, before you continue, I don't want to interrupt you. I just want to say this. When you say Wisconsin Troop, I immediately think the KKK. Continue. <laughs> That's um, the Louisiana Troop. <laughs> so we get down there, right? Roll and uh, we're having lunch with like the, the people who are throwing the event. Because mm-hmm. um, that's how I was. That's how we were going, is because I knew the people who were running the event. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had lunch with them beforehand, and my friend... Uh, goes, oh, I'm not old enough to drink. I'm going to be the drunk driver. And we also look at him and go, I, do you mean designated driver? And he's like, what did I Pulls say? Pulls out a flask. <laughs> 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 so Just funny. starts tipping her back. Yeah. So funny. Imagine explaining that to a cop. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the drunk driver. <laughs> Sir, step out of the vehicle. No, no. You I don't d- understand. <laughs> They're drunk passengers, but I'm the drunk driver. <laughs> I drive the drunks. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Sir, have you been drinking? <laughs> you want one? So, <laughs> get these Skittles out of my face. One of the things that I wanted to talk about on this t- uh, podcast is the channel itself, honestly. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Um, we have gone, ex- like, not exponentially, but we have gotten a huge... Like influx Huge. of people we, checking out our shit, and yeah, it's fantastic. We went up almost a hundred subscribers in two months. Yeah, uh, and which like, took us three years previously to get to a hundred. Yeah, and we're so. not we're not gonna like boast about it. And be like, oh, look at us. I, I mean, just think that, it's incredible. It's still like nothing, but it's 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 really nice to see. Like, I mean, w- 
we we like doing it so we like we put a lot of effort and yeah. a lot of our time into it and it's just it's it's it just feels good when people watch it exactly mm-hmm. or exactly. if people comment on it and it's like thank you like i appreciate that because we put a lot Omnic. of work thank you <laughs> yeah Omnic, thank you we've put a lot of work into to our stuff so it's it's just cool when people like comment you know what i mean like yeah, you yeah. get you get 70 views you're like that's yeah it feels pretty cool like it feels super great and uh i think one of the biggest <laughs> one of the biggest things that like have contributed to this influx is the daily content it has to be it ha- mm-hmm. that's we haven't we haven't seen growth like that until we started doing exactly once like, we started doing zelda yeah and like zelda brought it up you guys are doing dream daddy now that looks really good and future stuff to come. Future stuff to come. If you have games you want us to play, let yes, us know. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, we'll Tori, probably just end up playing what we like anyway. <laughs> yeah. And Tori, you and I have to sit down and do a series again. We do. I, I dipped out of Zelda pretty quick because of scheduling conflicts and then never yes. came back. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Recently opened up again. We'll, we'll hop right back into something. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's because we had the joke that you were dead. Oh, did you make that joke? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You don't watch? You're not one of the views? <laughs> We could have had seven views. Yes. The joke that you're dead. Sorry, kid. Well, nothing, nothing jokes, on, <laughs> jokes on you. The bolts will hit each other and bounce out and I'll be fine. God damn it. That's rock solid science right there. <laughs> Tori, punch the numbers. Punch the numbers. But yeah, Tyler, is there anything? My God. <laughs> is there anything you want to talk about with the, Tays about the channel? Invincible. That'd be cool. Tyler, I got something. Unless you got something. You got something. You go for something. God, these Skittles are fucking phenomenal. Okay, okay, okay. okay. These two. Which one? Which ones? This one or this one? About the channel? Uh, no. I like I like the second one, the lower one. You get to choose one superpower. Any superpower. Flight. Well, fuck you. Well, you can have it too if that's what you want. No. Well, well, what about something like, God, flight sounds good, but what about like invincibility or in- invisibility? No. Invisibility's no? dumb. So like, what, what am I going to do? The ultimate pranks? Yeah. Spy on the girl's locker room? No, I want to fucking fly. It's such an easy answer for me every time someone asks, what superpower? Flight. Duh. What if You're you could a fucking shoot idiot if you choose anything else. From your wrist. You know what kind of encompasses all superpowers? Money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Boom. Got him. Well, Bezos got us all. Let's be honest. But boom. Absolutely fucking roasted the libs. (laughs) No, what encompasses all superpowers, in my opinion, is love. Go. Would you let me fucking finish a sentence? My goal is to never let you finish (laughs) one complete sentence. (laughs) Is. We're good at it. Uh. Fucking God is telling Very good at it. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck! Is the ability. The power of love heals to all. Stop time. Because. Whoa, that's a good point. Yeah, because what, what do you like about flying, right? The sense of being free and getting to places quickly. Yeah, well, boom. Time stopped. I can walk to Chicago. Boom. No, no time has passed. Yes, Tyler from the press pool. That wouldn't matter to me because if I stopped time, I would still somehow be late. That's I will true. always be <laughs> like because I would stop time and then be like, oh, I have a fucking infinite amount of time. And then I would like do whatever. I could drive over here 
like stop time, drive over here, somehow still be late. Or I would lose track of time, even though I can stop time and then stop time too late to the point where I'm already you're late. like, I'll be there at four o'clock and it's like 445 and you're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> stop time. I'm still 45 minutes late. What but- if you could reverse time? You could just go all the way back to the Mesozoic area. Area? Area? area. <laughs> of the zoo? <laughs> back then, they had it, you know what I mean? Back 2015 years ago when kids were riding dinosaurs to Bible camp. I'd still want to fly. I, yeah. So with, with time stop, though. Because flying is fun. You know that for a fact? You flew before? No, that he didn't want to say anything there. He I was know. just cutting me off. I'm listening. Thank you, Tori. Um, with with time stop, though, you'd be an excellent fighter, too. Someone throws a punch at you, stop time right here, walk behind them, deck them in the head. So you're saying this is how often are the you movie. In, how often Fuck. are you in fights? <laughs> well, if you're a superhero. I, but, okay, no, 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 I'm not saying you're a superhero. You just oh, have a superpower. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. I've, I've thought about, like, I think I had this conversation with someone uh, when the Spider-Man game came out for PS4. If I ever got like superpowers or something, no part of me would feel compelled to be like, I got to save the city. Mm-mm. Like I have to put myself in harm's way to save the city. I I think the fuck not. I'm doing it <laughs> completely selfishly. No part of me wants to be like, kids are about to be hit by a bus. I'm just going to be like, oh, that sucks. I got to go to class. <laughs> that fucking sucks. It's because you have no empathy. You're a sociopath. You are a sociopath. You guys are teasing me because you know I want to talk about it. And you're just like, I don't know enough about it. Never seen any of it. Exactly. See? You guys are doing it on purpose. I'm not a weeaboo. I don't watch anime like you. You've watched more anime than I ever have. Is that true? I don't think so. I have seen one season of Attack on Titan. I watched Dragon Ball Z and Yu-Gi-Oh! as a child that's the only anime other than like movies like like Ghibli like not like I've seen like two Ghibli movies mm-hmm. and then the the one dude who made your name I've seen like well, three see, movies yeah, from him yeah so and yeah not it. not counting movies yeah all I've seen was I watched Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh and then I've seen Death Note and um Ajin haven't you seen Sword Art Online no oh, god <laughs> don't watch that show okay so you've watched more shows than I have though Cause I only had the one season of Attack on Titan. Meanwhile, I'm over here, just the biggest you're, fucking. Weird. You're like, I haven't you're seen over anything here, just but like, anime. <laughs> you're like, how big of an anime weeb are you? Ooh, ooh. okay, that answers it. <laughs> Didn't you start out the podcast by saying ooh, ooh? Yeah, yeah, bitch. So you're lying to us. Who's the fattest weeb here? It's Tyler. Weight wise, get on Weight Watchers, you fat fuck. That's not nice. I started going to the the gym. And boy, let me tell you, like my arm, like I can't put my arm straight right now. Boy, are my arms tired. (laughs) No, but like I I gotta say, Tori, that this high fiving shit, like bullying Tyler, it feels good to be on the giving end instead of receiving. That's what I'm saying. I I get it now. You're usually on the receiving end, but we'll let you give it this time. (laughs) (laughs) I was holding my vape. (laughs) No, um. Um, no, like I, I'm not 
trying to be like, oh, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to get fucking ripped. I'm a gym bro, gym bro. Like, I just don't want to, like, get old and then, like, not be able to, like, fucking go upstairs and shit. Or I don't want to weigh, like, 400 fucking pounds. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll, like, go to the gym sometimes and, like, run or, like, just try and get, like, stronger, like, physically yeah, stronger. Like tone that's not, yeah, that's not, like, I don't go to the gym, but I just do, like, I'll just do stuff at my house, like, a couple times a week that's, like, basically, like, I don't want to lose the very little muscle I have. So it's that's like, fair. yeah, I'll just do three reps of, like, push-ups. I have, like, a, like a rep. Or fucking whatever bar. Bowflex. I have a Bowflex by Chuck by, Norris. By John Bowflex. <laughs> um, watch our video about it. Uh, we were sponsored by Bowflex. Actually, we were. Yes, we were. Uh, that was a. But going to a gym is weird. Well, obviously, like it's just like I saw an old dude there. Like he he had to was be hot, like sixty or seventy, just swinging a hammer or what. Like, he was, like, balding. Like, no, not hot, but, like... Was it Jeff Bezos? No. He was just kind of fucking jacked. But it was just, like... Was Hugh Jackman? Yeah. It was, It was like, looking at it, though, you're almost just, like, ashamed to be there. Like, That's, the gym gives you, like, this inherent feeling of shit. Like, I would never be able to go to a gym by myself. Yeah. That's just something I'd never be able to do. Mm-hmm. Like... Going to a gym is so intimidating because it's, you almost feel like everyone's watching me, but then you realize no one gives a fuck. It's intimidating in the f- fact that, like, you're so new to it, and even though, like, I guess you can't really be bad at it unless you're, like, com- unless you're, like, taking the fucking dumbbells and throwing them or something like that. <laughs> like, but you're just, like, I haven't built up anything yet, so you're trying to, like, okay, I'm going to start out with the bench press and you're like okay i'm barely putting anything on there and by rep six my arms are shaking and like you can tell my dominant arm because that one's rising yep. quicker and stuff like that and it's like that's why you're there mm-hmm. but it just feels it feels bad yeah it feels bad because then like you why, feel like yeah. everyone's watching but no one cares like everyone's just doing their own fucking thing so this buff ass 70 year old dude who's like doing that arm machine that's yeah. like that and he's fucking killing it he's got like 250 pounds on there yeah he doesn't give a fuck he's just like i'm gonna die soon yeah but i want to look <laughs> good in that casket that's why i like uh that's why i like lap swimming a lot it's because yeah. it, it works a lot of muscles and everything but it every doesn't muscle have, arguably yeah absolutely and it just doesn't have the same kind of air as a weight room it's just i don't know it's what I grew up on, so... Yeah. Plus, swimming's more fun than lifting weights. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 10 out of 10. No argument. Yeah. I mean... I would I love, love to. splishing and splashing with my boys. Is it not super easy to find excuses not to work out, though? Like, oh, dude, it's so easy. Oh, yeah. Since, like, oh, since May, like really I've been tired. like... I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna... St- this summer, like, the weather's nice. Because we're in Minnesota, where fucking 10 months out of the year, it's shitty 30 below temperatures but i'm like you know what this summer i'm gonna i'm gonna start just getting up in the morning and adding a jog to my routine because i don't mind jogging but it's just like time and stuff like that but like then i i haven't done it at all yet and (laughs) and it's because i'm like oh you know like i have like a morning like we've talked about like how my mornings are really sacred to me and stuff so i'm like ah it's like my morning routine is like wake up make it get in the way yeah so i'm like "Ah, i'm not that's eh." one thing my hair isn't done yet what am i gonna put on a hat i don't have a running hat you know what i mean one of my things with it is like i always 
I always overestimate how much time something is going to take, whether yeah. it be working out or anything. And like, even like a five minute phone call, I'll be like, uh, it's only 10 o'clock in the morning. I can wait till like noon. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can just get mm-hmm. it done with, but I don't. <laughs> That's different though. Phone calls are from phone, phone calls. I, I are was just an example. Um, I think that's where like going to a gym is actually like really helpful though. We like, get it, Tyler. To, like, you work jog- out. Shut up. As opposed to like just going for a jog because when you're outside and everything, like it's, it's a lot of that kind of like, um, like workspace mentality. Mm-hmm. Like when you're outside, you're going like, Oh, well, I mean, I, I guess I don't like need to like go like a full mile or something like I can just turn around and go back to the house. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Or like when you're at home, you're like, well, I got other stuff to do. Like the kitchen's looking pretty messy. So I'll, I'll stop after this one. But like when you're in the environment, it's like, okay, well there's nothing else to do. So I might as well fucking do this while I'm here. Yeah. Like, so you give yourself like an hour and a half there and you're just like, okay, well, I mean, there's nothing else to do here. This is the one thing to do. So like, I better fucking do it. That's fair. You know, or you could just jog like to the outro. Dude. Dude. How smooth was that? Less smooth now. Yeah. The best, the, 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 the way to ruin a segue is to call out how good the segue was. <laughs> Should have got you another Corona. <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to Baseless Claims or viewing it if you're on YouTube. Go ahead and leave us a comment anywhere that you want to or can find, and we'll be sure to respond to you. Reach out to any one of us on Twitter. Our tweets, tweets, our Twitters are down below. All of our tweets posted below. Mine are so good, guys. I'm so funny on Twitter. You should follow me on Twitter. I know you think that. So, yeah. Um, I retweet a bunch of bullshit. Tori's not active at all. No, he runs the shapeless shit. Yeah, but I don't tweet anything outside of shapeless stuff. <laughs> but you can reach me on Twitter. You yes, can call you me, can... beat me if you want to reach me. So, Whoa. I just, I just got hit with a huge wave of nostalgia there. Oh, yeah. Kim Possible? Yeah, dude. She can get it. Yeah. She's like 15. Ooh. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. She's in high school. How old is she now? Doesn't a- Even younger now. Now that they're making the live action, she's even younger. I think she's in middle school. Ooh, I, I meant like she could get story. like her diploma if she works really hard. Good save. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for attending. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm doing the maybe, I'm maybe doing the outro from maybe now I on. I didn't need another. Corona. I'm doing the outro from now on. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks for watching, everybody. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I didn't know it was a kid.